The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider again today is our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday, Last Judgment Sunday, the second Sunday of end time. From Daniel chapter 7, we're looking at verses 9 and 10, especially the 10th verse today. Daniel said, As I looked, thrones were set in place, and the Ancient of Days took his seat. His clothing was as white as snow. The hair of his head was white like wool. His throne was flaming with fire, and its wheels were all ablaze. A river of fire was flowing, coming out from before him. Thousands upon thousands attended him. Ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The court was seated, and the books were opened. My dear friends in Christ, the last several days we've been looking at the the judgment throne of the Ancient of Days of God the Father as it's pictured here. And we've noted that it is an awesome and it, it also appears to be quite a scary sight until we remember that we have this gracious, forgiving God. Well, today we're going to look at the open books books that are open then to all that the Bible talks about, and see the fact that God judges all things with his royal authority. Daniel says here, a river of fire was flowing, coming out from before him. The river of fire, it pictures God's holy law and God's use of his law and his using his law to condemn well, he does use that to some extent during the course of this life at, at different times. But God does not stop every evil action that takes place in this world. Now, he will stop evil when it means that that evil needs to be stopped for the sake of his believing children's eternal souls. He's going to do everything to protect our eternal souls and keep that evil away from us from, from hurting our eternal souls. But he allows the evils and the troubles of this world to often wreak havoc on this world, well, so that we realize that we can't handle things on our own, so that we see our own weakness and we realize the fact that we are completely dependent on our God. And actually for that reason we'd have to thank God for allowing the evils and the troubles that are a part of this life to come our way so that so that we do remember how much we need him and so that well if they weren't here how would we ever Think about needing to look to God for his help and his strength. We think we could handle things all on our own. And now, of course, he also allows evil to continue to exist in this world because, well, he does continue to allow unbelievers to live in this world and, and his whole purpose in allowing those unbelievers to live in this world, well, 
First off, what we have to understand is if they're unbelievers, without faith it's impossible to please God, so the only things that they can do are evil and sinful. And God allows them here because God still wants to work through us to possibly reach some of those people so that through our sharing the word of God with them, their souls can be reached and they can be added to the number of God's believing family. Well, Daniel says, thousands upon thousands attended him. 10,000 times 10,000 stood before him. God's attendants here are referring to his angels. And those angels, they not only serve God, but they also serve us. The psalmist said, the Lord will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Oh, what comfort we can get from knowing that God's many, many angels that are out there looking out for us right now. And, well, we need their protection and their care. We need that. And all of those good angels, they're going to be there with the Lord on that last day for the final judgment. But what an amazing scene that is going to be. Well, Daniel said, the court was seated and the books were opened. How does it make us feel to know that on the last day, the books were opened? Here I often with this verse would like to refer to verse three of hymn 207, the day is surely drawing near. The hymn that says, a book is open then to all, a record truly telling what each has done, both great and small, while he on earth was dwelling. And every heart be clearly seen, and all be known as they have been, in thoughts and words and actions. And now, just think what we're singing with those words. We say, a record truly telling what each has done, both great and small, and every heart be clearly seen. And now when you hear those words, maybe you could at first think, well, the good things that I've done, they'll be revealed, but remember, even the good things are like filthy rags according to scripture. But whenever I look at this verse, actually to me, it's a very scary sounding verse at first. And I've often said after thinking of those words that if it really were to be true that every sin of thought, word, and deed that I've committed in the course of this life, if every one of those sins was going to be revealed on that last day, then what I'd do is I'd make every effort I could to try to avoid being there on that day. The hymn is completely true. For the unbeliever, what it means is that on that day, because they've rejected Christ, 
Well, there every sin of thought, word, and deed will be revealed. And because of their rejecting God, they will be condemned to eternal punishment in hell. And now actually, as you look at this, you'd say, well, yeah, this hymn is true for the unbeliever and it's, it's also true for the believer. It's true for you and me. But remember that God, the Holy Spirit, he's called us to faith in Jesus, our Savior. And when he works faith in Jesus, our Savior, what he does is he, he clothes us with Christ's blood and righteousness. And what Christ's blood does is it washes away my every sinful thought, word, and deed. And Christ's blood washes away your every sinful thought, word, and deed. And then what God the Holy Spirit does is he replaces those sinful deeds, thoughts, and words. He replaces them with Christ's righteousness, with his holy, perfect life. So when, as it says there, a book is open then to all a record truly telling, then the open books that day, what they're going to do for you and for me is they're going to show the ancient of days Christ's holy perfect life for you and for me. Not our sins, well, they're gone. They're gone through the blood of Christ. The open books have Christ's holy perfect life and because of Christ's holy, perfect life being in the books for us, well, what that means is that, that means that our God is going to say to us, come and be with me forever in the perfect joys of heaven. Don't those open books with Christ's holy, perfect life there for us doesn't that make you long for Judgment Day and heaven? Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for sending us your Son to be our Savior, to live and die for us so that through him, through faith in him, our sins of thought, word, and deed are replaced with Christ's holy, perfect life. Oh, how we look forward to that day when the books are open, and you take us home to heaven. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.